It's Thursday, April 12, 2012. Better things for better living through chemistry. The chemical industry and Monsanto applaud Obama's EPA approval of a new pesticide. Since Obama became president, gas prices have nearly doubled. Um, no, actually. Total oil totally can't stop an offshore drilling leak. Lloyds of London warns against Arctic drilling. Plus, if you or I need tetracycline or penicillin, we need a doctor's prescription to get it. But if you're a farm animal, all you have to do is show up for breakfast. The Obama administration refuses to ban antibiotics in animal feed. All of that and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Even if there is global warming, it's good for human beings. When, when temperature goes up, human beings live longer. When you have cold spells across countries, people die. And that's what suffices for facts on Fox News. Luckily for you, this is your Green News Report. Okay, Des, speaking of what suffices for facts on Fox News and, frankly, the rest of the media, we talked earlier this week about the GOP meme that gas prices have doubled under Barack Obama. Here's some actual facts. Gas prices were higher under George W. Bush. The average cost of a gallon of regular gas in July of 2008 was $4.11. The price then crashed when the global economy tanked, and so when Barack Obama took office, it had fallen to $1.83 per gallon of regular gas across the country. It has since risen to $3.92, about where it was during the Bush administration when it hit its all-time high of $4.11. And yet, recently, Mitt Romney said that the price of gas has, quote, doubled under this president. Newt Gingrich has an ad out which says... Since Barack Obama's inauguration, Gas prices have doubled. Yes, strictly true, but no, a complete lie, because they know they're misleading the American public and the corporate media ought to do something about that. Now, what do you have for us, Des? Well, the Obama Food and Drug Administration will not be regulating the overuse of antibiotics in animal feed, despite the established threat to human health from the rise of antibiotic-resistant superbugs around the world that has been directly linked to the overuse of antibiotics in animal feed. So something legitimate to criticize the Obama administration about. Go figure. Why don't the Republicans do that one? Bob Deans of the Natural Resources Defense Council explains why overuse of antibiotics is a problem. We feed 80% of the antibiotics in this country going not to humans, but to animals, not because they're sick, not because they need the medicine, but because it does help fatten them up for the slaughter. And the problem is, when you overdo it with antibiotics, you promote the growth of these super germs that are resistant to antibiotics. They then make their way to humans. Obama's FDA refused a request by the NRDC to ban the overuse of antibiotics in animal feed and instead announced a new set of voluntary guidelines for factory livestock producers, asking them to voluntarily stop administering antibiotics to healthy animals to increase profits by promoting faster growth. Well, that'll work. What could possibly go wrong? Another major farm policy move from the Obama administration this week, the Environmental Protection Agency denied a request by environmental groups to ban the reintroduction of an old pesticide to be used on crops. The pesticide 2,4-D is just one component of the infamous chemical defoliant Agent Orange, but the EPA said the evidence presented by the environmental groups did not prove 2,4-D was harmful to human health. 
U.S. farmers are returning to the old pesticide because crop pests have developed widespread resistance to newer pesticides faster than manufacturers predicted. I don't understand the Obama administration does anything the environmentalists want, except for all the things the environmentalists want. Environmental and public health groups say the Obama administration may be kowtowing to the powerful chemical and big ag industries because it's an election year. Better things for better living through chemistry. The difficulty of stopping oil and gas spills in the harsh extremes of the far north has led global insurer Lloyd's of London to side with environmental groups against drilling in the Arctic. In a new statement out this week, the venerable Lloyd's of London, the world's largest insurance market, said the rush to drill in the Arctic will ruin its fragile ecosystem and called on oil and gas companies to, quote, step back and think carefully about the consequences of drilling. They say the extreme conditions found in the Arctic constitute a unique and hard-to-manage risk, and any oil spill in the Arctic would present, quote, the greatest risk in terms of environmental damage, potential cost, and insurance. So they won't listen to the Coast Guard, who has warned the same. They won't listen to environmentalists. Perhaps they'll listen to Lloyd's of London. And the case in point, Total Oil's damaged rig in Britain's North Sea has been spilling massive amounts of natural gas since mid-March, but all efforts to stop that leak have been hampered by extremely rough conditions and the danger of a catastrophic explosion. Total says they might be able to stop the leak if all goes well by the end of April. For more on all of our stories today and the ones we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please consider a donation to help sponsor the Green News Report. We rely on you, not Lloyd's of London. From bradblog.com, for better living through the Green News Report, I'm Brad Friedman. <laughs> and I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. There's a wonderful world of chemistry Anywhere you wander Thousands of sights Delights stretching from here to